Wir gehen es Ihnen und was ist los? It's deinen Freundo, Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh, German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name. Actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Listen. Hello and welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat. We just saw an incredible Nintendo Direct. We finally got to see Bayonetta 3 and learned about a whole lot more. Let's get right into it. I'm your host, Casey DeFritis, and today I'm with uh, Brian Altano. Hi. Hair Snyder. Hello. And Seth Macy. What's up, Super Nintendos? So, 
Hello. So I think the first thing we have to talk about is the finale of the show, but we will, of course, talk about the Nintendo 64 and Sega Nintendo Switch Online Collection soon, and of course, Monster Hunter, but we'll get back to that. Let's talk about Bayonetta 3. We finally got to see some gameplay. We first learned about Bayonetta 3 back in 2017 during E3. Was it worth the wait? Was it worth the wait? Uh, I mean, I hope it will be. Yeah, it I looked like a really trailer. fun bit in the game. Worth the wait? I'm still processing Chris Pratt, but yes, I think it's worth <laughs> no, the wait. I, we have to. I was we'll literally crying when we were talking about the voice actors for Mario. But Bayonetta three, she has yep. a new hairstyle. We got yeah. to see some gameplay. They there are tanks in uh, Scramble Crossing in Shibuya in Tokyo. A lot of crazy stuff going on here. Yeah, it looks it looks really good. I like that they they started almost with the kind of Smash Brothers fake out, right? Like they're they're showing you stuff, and you kept on asking, "Is that is that Bayonetta?" And like the art style, obviously, in the game running at sixty, all of those were good hints. And then her coming in makes it makes it such a sweet reveal, like the the reveal that it's actually Bayonetta three. Um, yeah, I was stoked to see it. I you know they, there's been these this rumbling that the game was on the back burner and like all these stories about why haven't they shown it? So good to see it and get a commitment that it actually comes out in 2022. Yes, and I think that is the most important. Seth, I know you're a fan of yeah. Bayonetta. Are you going to go back to play Bayonetta two before th- checking out Bayonetta three? Yeah, I think I'm going to uh, go back and play Bayonetta two. I actually never finished Bayonetta 2 because I did that thing where I just get compulsive and I would just play the first level over and over and over again to see if like if I could get a higher score. So yeah, I might go back and finish the game. Call me crazy. Yeah. Well, it is one of those things uh, for those not familiar, Bayonetta is a character action game kind of similar to a game like Devil May Cry and has a lot of skill and a lot of fast paced action involved. I'm looking forward to this. It's awesome. It should be very cool. 2020, I hope we get an actual, a, a closer, smaller window sometime in the near future. And we could talk about Bayonetta some more, but I kind of really want to talk about the Nintendo 64 yep. and Sega for Nintendo Switch Online. A new membership plan was announced. We don't have the release date or the price yet we'll get that soon hopefully it's not too much more expensive than it already is but upgrading to the new membership plan will get you a collection of nintendo 64 games and sega genesis games which was completely unexpected but let's stick to the nintendo 64 games also thanks nintendo for completely derailing our weekly segment that we've been doing for the month (laughs) it's fine you can fix it we'll have to look at the games already here but the the iconic Legend of of Zelda Ocarina of Time like it opened up with that and we just knew there even there's even going to be a controller (laughs) man we were just so excited and like I'm sorry going crazy for this I'm sorry and win back yeah that was I mean (laughs) it's so funny hey you know what let's get win back out of the way right now before Mm -hmm. you know four years from now we get that random email at like two o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon and they're like well, get great news. We've added win back. Like they've been doing with NES, like totally random NES and SNES games for years. Now. Here's the thing: the game, the game's actually pretty good. It's yeah. made by it's made by Omega Force, and Omega Force is the studio behind Hyrule Warriors and the Dynasty Warriors series. So there's definitely, you know, there's been this this collaboration between Nintendo and that studio. It'd be cool if that was a sign of them actually bringing back win back. Which you know, when it came out, it was an obvious kind of you know like the n64 can't have metal gear solid so here's a game that kind of smells like it game <laughs> yes but um but to, sh- to see it in this lineup with like nintendo's most iconic uh n64 games 
plus sin and punishment is is kind of it's kind of hey. funny it's awesome <laughs> well what's curious to me here is that there's several games that nintendo themselves have remade right like mm -hmm. Star Fox 64 came to 3ds uh ocarina of time came to 3ds with like a complete new coat of, coat of paint right like they really overhauled that game um yeah. but it, it looks like they're focusing on the original version as other games here which i'm, I'm like sort of mixed on i think it's the, you know th those games still totally hold up but i do wish that at some point they bring their remastered version of ocarina of time to 3ds and uh, although you can play mario 64 finally after they put it in the vault last year or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's coming back right here yeah. so if you didn't get that collection like it's fine I was I was surprised. First of all, I wasn't surprised that they're that they're um, creating another tier for the subscription plan because Nintendo entered the market with a really low price compared to the competitors. You know, twenty bucks a year, um, and you knew like the games were stacking on top of each other. And granted, they were some were time limited. You know, like the kind of ninety nine uh, games that go away after time. But then, kind of more and more Super NES games get added, and you mm -hmm. know eventually. We'd get to this point where Nintendo said, "Well, now we've got you know so many games in there, you got to pay more." Um, I actually think they might double the subscription for this. You think so? Oh, wow! I mean, it's, yeah, it's Ooh, currently forty dollars. Yeah, it's twenty bucks a year now. What I find curious about it's this thirty-five is that, for a family plan, oh, which right. isn't yep. quite as bad. Um, yep. This, I there's no mention about this, you know, making their actual online functionality any better. This is that <laughs> this is the great magician's trick where they're just sort of like, well, look, look at all this stuff we're adding, and it, it's still strange to me that this is not its own tier of just like a virtual console tier because I think people would pay for it, but I think this is a great way to sort of mask the fact that their online is still not great, but I guess it doesn't yeah. really matter because here's a bunch of old games that you really love, so. And, and yeah. it, it does, I mean, it is a confirmation, basically, that there will not be a Nintendo 64 Mini, right? We've been yeah. waiting yeah. for that device, and we've said maybe there'll be a Game Boy version or an N64 one, but, you know, they must have done the math and said it's better as a perk for our subscription plan right now. Potentially. I mean, we did get the NES and SNES Mini, or, you know, in the same sort of time frame as we got the online functionality being added but you're right i mean it's it's it would be a weird one you'd have to sell four controllers i mean they'd have no problem doing that they're already gonna sell no. me this this one so yeah you know. i've already got my debit card out for like as soon as we, <laughs> we wrap filming for all the stuff today but yeah i would pay double i have no problem with that. Like, what would that be? Uh, it's it's twenty dollars a year, so you know, forty times two is forty. You that did took way too long. Good, good job. <laughs> because my I was confused because I was trying to get it to the monthly. I was like, wait, twelve yeah. doesn't divide into forty evenly. Damn it! I've I've thrown myself. But it's like a dollar and twelve cents a month right now. So if yeah, you double a, that, yeah, then, right. You know. And I am like, as it is right now, like the on online functionality is like whatever. But it's like I pay a dollar and 12 cents to be able to play like uh link to the past whenever i want to it's sort of like i have a disney plus subscription and i pay like five dollars yep. a month to be able to watch the simpsons whenever i want to i'm fine with that i get to play ocarina of time again which is like delightful i can't wait to do it and then you know and the controllers it's, it's all it's icy oh yeah you'll have to be a member to be able to buy those um directly from nintendo that's how they get just it. like the the nes ones yep. um you know, the Super, the, the Super one. Nintendo ones. All yeah. the ones that I bought. <laughs> the, one, the one thing, you know, obviously hidden in here, first of all, we don't know, you know, what the cadence will be, how many games will be added to justify the, the added cost for the subscription. You know, PS Plus is a service or Xbox Live Gold where you subscribe and you actually get fairly recent games, right, yeah. for the same platform. And Nintendo is going full on retro with their stuff here. Um, but we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what the cadence is. I do love that they add online play 
And, you know, a lot of classic Nintendo 64 games were defined by their multiplayer, their couch multiplayer, uh, some co-op games, but mostly oh, versus. Yeah. And like that, that's just, it's just great that they're at least adding that support. Be nice to get better, you know, ability to chat yeah. and all of that and matchmaking. But um, you know, I'm just thinking great. about being able to, to play clarify. Goldeneye without cheating. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there will be, there's couch co-op as well. So maybe it will warrant to buy four of those $50 Nintendo 64 Woo! controllers. Yeah. <laughs> they will have a strict <laughs> limit of one per customer. Also, by the way, uh, second second surprise after seeing Win back again after all these years, Banjo-Kazooie? Yeah, I didn't expect that one. Yeah, I thought we were talking about what would be included in an N64 Mini, and uh, we kind of games like GoldenEye, the wrestling games because of the, the wrestler likenesses, all these licensed games are a problem, and like Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie were made by Rare, which is obviously now owned by Microsoft, and those games have appeared in Microsoft Xbox collections. To see that included is actually really, really cool. And that game is so good. And the the launch the launch games that we're getting are pretty, pretty decent. I mean, we're getting nine right off the bat, and they will be including more later. So, But we're get, getting to start off with Super Mario 64, Zelda, Mario Kart, Yoshi Story, Star Fox, Mario Tennis. I mean, there's a lot of really great games here, yeah. and later on, we're going to get more. And I think later, later on, we're going to get bad ones. <laughs> yeah, but like maybe they'll front load with most of the I good ones. So. I'm, 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 I'm cross because of the online multiplayer capability and the in-person multiplayer capability. I'm crossing my fingers for Pokemon Stadium, but Ooh. just because those mini games are so good, or more Mario parties. But we don't need one because we're getting a Mario party for the Switch later in October that calls back to all of these 64 maps and mini games. So maybe we don't need that. But I'm very excited. I'm absolutely going to upgrade my tier to go back and play all of these classic games. And I'm curious to hear how excited other people are for this as well, especially if they don't have the nostalgia for these games. I yeah, I, I, I wish that one feature I wish was included was frame rate boosting, right? Getting all mm -hmm. these games, like the N64, many games were blurry or suffered with, you know, from like draw distance uh, limitations and lots of fog, or they they ran at like 20 frames per second. And Ocarina of Time, when you go back, and you only remember the, the 3DS game, the N64 game does chop up a bit. It'd be, mm. that, that would be great if the emula emulation allowed for, for speedy frame rates. Switch can handle it for sure. Mm -hmm. At least a little bit. At least thirty, but they should I, be I, running. The, they should be running at six hundred frames per second. The N sixty four has been like famously <laughs> difficult to emulate. So right. the Switch might not actually like be. Able oh to come on! The the Majora's Mask port that they put on the GameCube as part of that collection was just like. It just ridiculously choppy. You would hit the pause menu and it would go like. <laughs> like well, that was oh, no. that was because it had to load from disk, right? Like it right. couldn't keep everything in RAM, so it had to access oh, the disk. They don't have that with the uh, with the Switch. That's true. It's all speedy. Come on, so, me faster so games. I think so. There were rumors about this these controllers up, so people were talking about the possibility of this happening, and. I was still surprised that we're getting Sega Genesis games in yeah. this package as well. I know it's not a package, but when you upgrade your Nintendo Switch online, you'll also be, have access to Genesis games. And, like, what? I did not expect this at all. We're already going to be getting Sonic 2, Echo the Dolphin, and a bunch of other classics like Castlevania. What are, what are you guys most excited to play when this comes to the Switch? 
Oh man. I'm I'm gonna I'm so basic. I'm just gonna play Sonic 2, probably. I, you have to look at the list again. Um I, I love the I love the Sonic games, you know, obviously Lance Stalker, but the, my favorite in the lineup that I spotted, I think, was Gunstar Heroes, which mm -hmm. is yep. this treasure beat em up that just it's it's so fast and snappy and it does really cool stuff. It even has like a polygonal opponent and it's 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 just throughout a great game. Whereas like you have Echo the Dolphin, which is not a great game all the way through. There's some issues with that game, but just I haven't played that in like 20 years. Just going back and 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 playing Echo would be really cool. Yeah, for me it's probably um Contra, Hardcore, or uh, Castlevania, because oh, yeah. like it's yeah. it's just super cool to get those on there. It also like I always love when um, you see third parties get involved in these scenarios because I, I think that like they were all on board for the virtual console and they really really sort of held back a lot in the modern era because I think a lot of companies have figured out that they can sell these games piecemeal or as part of collections as as we saw from Konami themselves today. Mm -hmm. So um, it's it's cool to see them here. I, I'm with Pair too though. Gunstar Heroes. If you haven't played that game, I think it's like criminally slept so on. Um, it's really, really good. Yeah, and, and they've got, uh, yeah, there you go. They've got Dr. Robotnik's, uh, you know, the, the kind bean, of- the, Bean the, Machine. The, 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 the Sonic fight, Puyo Puyo, which is a really good game too. Musha was good. Strider, every, it's, this is, I mean, this is like the, the who's who of, of Sega yeah. Genesis game, so. I'm fairly certain all good. of these games are on the Genesis Classic, but the good news is you can't get that anymore. So here uh -huh. you go. I'm excited yep. for Fantasy Star 4 because uh, being able to play role-playing games, turn-based, old-style, old-school role-playing games on a yep. portable system is absolutely the best way to do it because you don't have to like spend an hour looking for a save point. You can just be like, I'm shutting it off and going to bed now. Yeah, we can add Knuckles later. <laughs> One's missing. You have to <laughs> buy a smaller back. switch oh, that sticks right. the cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, while we're on the topic of retro games, so we're just really excited for this, but there are were also some other announcements that we did not expect, including ActRaiser Renaissance, which I heard all of you get extremely excited about. This is a 1990 Super Nintendo game published by Enix back before it was Square Enix. And it's going to have brand new music, brand new stages, brand new bosses, and it is available later today. Um, Hair, can you I, tell us why everyone was so excited for this? I was speechless, honestly. I, you know, I, I, I think it was on NVC that I extolled the virtues of ActRaiser soundtrack. Uh, Yuzo Koshiro um, uh, composed it. It is just this this game on the Super NES. It sounds so amazing, and music is used to such great effect. You've got this this city building mode that has this tranquil, fun music, and then you go into the levels. And it's got this little like sound thing, fanfare. It gets you ready for the action. Um, the game's just great. It's like this perfect mix of city building and side scrolling. And just, you know, I would have been happy if they had just brought it back for the for the Super NES collection. Um uh and and, and you know, just done done a little bit to it, but they're actually redoing all the art and they have two versions of the soundtrack, a remastered one and the original one. It's just really, really cool. I was I did not expect this. I thought Square Enix had forgotten about ActRaiser, and it's just so wonderful to see it again. Yeah, this Can is. Can you tell me? Oh, oh no, go ahead. I was Brian. Just say, this is one of my favorite Super Nintendo games ever made. Um, I think Pear totally nailed it. It, it was so uh, so surprising to have a game at the time, uh, so, sort of so effort, effortlessly 
juggle two genres so well. Um, the, it's a genuinely great platforming game with awesome uh, like combat mechanics and really cool bosses. And then you switch over to something like this top-down city building thing and all these people are asking for your help to fight evil gods. And it's it's just so awesome. And I think that like there was a I forget the name of it. There was sort of a spiritual successor to this game a year or two ago that I wasn't crazy about. Um, yeah. And it's just really awesome to see this coming back. And uh, yeah, with getting getting like a whole new look to it is, you know, I'm not totally in love with the look. I'll always, you know, kind of stand pixel art over something like this. But this is how you get people to play an old game, you know, and yeah. it's it's awesome that it's back. Even even the sequel didn't get it right, right? Like Actraiser two dropped the city building stuff and just focused on the side scrolling, which is good, but it's just not as good as as that combo of things. And oh man, I'm I'm so happy people who missed this game when it first came out just get to experience it now. Now I'm. Can you tell me a little bit more about the city building because I'm really interested in that it's aspect just a, of the game? It's a very simple city building thing where, like, you know, enemies spawn and you have to defend against them. And as you gather energy, you can create. You no, know, here's that famous mode seven sequence, by the way, when you go into the levels. But like, you you basically rebuild your town and you add different uh, different houses, different buildings to it. And then, you know, eventually you'll unlock one of these kind of spots that signifies the level that you go into go in win it and you you add more to the map basically it's it's simple don't don't think of it as being like a you know kind of like a build anywhere resource management yeah. game it is very much kind of like a a pre very preset and very simple but it adds this really cool loop to it where you know beating bosses beating enemies actually matters for the map no that sounds really cool and that was mm -hmm. act Reserve renaissance coming out today and also coming out today is the castlevania advanced yes. collection we're getting four classic castlevania games that have been inaccessible for quite a while now including circle of the moon harmony of dissonance and aria of sorrow uh, there's going to be a quick save feature included and there are regional versions of the games in gallery mode included as well so awesome I, I game think, boy yeah yes. i think i have been asking for this collection on every podcast i've been on for like the last 10 years there <laughs> these are these are some of my favorite games of all time they are excellent 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 games there was you know this era where we got these fantastic gorgeous 2d pixel art castlevania games seemingly every year or two uh it continued into the ds which i hope is in the next collection oh i'm already God. getting greedy yeah but uh th this is these games totally hold up, um, especially Circle of the Moon. I think a lot of people don't like specifically because when it launched in the GBA, it was unseeable. <laughs> like you yeah, yeah, it was right. the, famously the developers worked on dev kits uh, and not actual real world models of the GBA. So they didn't get to see that the screen wasn't backlit. Uh, and it's a really dark and spooky, scary game. But these these games are awesome. Um, and yeah, Dracula X getting thrown in there, too, is a surprise because that wasn't on the GBA. I believe that's a Turbo Graphics game, right? Um, uh, yes. Yeah. Rondo so this Blood. Is... Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. So th this is great. Looks like you can remap the controls. Um, I, I always like really like the sort of bells and whistles they add to these collections too. I have the uh, the the Shmup collection, the the Contra collection. The so good. All yeah, all the ones all the ones they've done before this. The previous Castlevania collection as well. So also rules. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I want from Konami. You know, focus. If you can't. If if you can't make awesome new games, focus on your classics and bring bring them to modern consoles. Yeah, wow. these these collections are great because they're done with care. They're not like a cash in, like a cash grab. There's some actual care given to them. You get some bonus features. It's nice, and it's nice to just be able to play them and not feel like you know 
you you've basically paid to download an emulator and a ROM from a BitTorrent site. So yeah, I'm I'm this is another one I'm buying as soon as we're done <laughs> talking about it today. So yeah, this is huge. I'm I I love these games when they first came out. Uh, played all of them, Brian. I had the exact issues you were talking about. I think. The Castlevania games are the reason why we all bought worm lights for our GBAs back then. <laughs> I mean, yeah. little, they were little lights with a, like a spirally wire that you could plug into your, your port on the GBA and light up the screen slightly. It wasn't perfect, but uh, this was the golden age of, of Castlevania games. And we thought it would never end. And then suddenly right. they, they stopped coming. Yeah, you, yeah. you haven't yeah. lived until you've spent hours hunched underneath like a little desk lamp. No. playing circle the moon with this like <laughs> spooky music coming through those tinny speakers it was a magical experience and luckily you won't have to do that anymore because the no. switch oled's coming out your switch has brightness options it's a whole new world <laughs> that's good stuff this year i decided i actually wanted to like follow hockey a little bit more than just the most casual of casuals so i subscribed to a service that streams all of the nhl to your television uh the boston bruins home opener i went to watch it and boom blackout restrictions apply which i thought was kind of ridiculous because i'm still 200 miles away from boston but whatever had i had nordvpn that wouldn't have been a problem i would have just gone in changed my settings to another geographic area and boom i could have been watching all the boston bruins home games like it was nothing at all so now I have NordVPN and I can watch the home games of my local teams streaming without being frustrated. It's the same thing with like Netflix. It has all these complicated licensing rules, which from one country to another don't really make sense. So something you could watch on South Korean Netflix, you won't be able to watch on the United States Netflix unless NordVPN, boom, switch to South Korea and you're watching whatever Korean drama that you want I highly recommend you do that. I haven't done it myself, but people seem to enjoy them. And who am I to try to bring down people's enjoyment? Uh, NordVPN, more than just entertainment and sports availability, it's going to protect you, especially when you're traveling, when you're using public Wi-Fi. People are trying to get in there. They're creeping on you. Bad actors, people trying to steal your password, your bank account details. Who knows what the government's doing these days? I can't keep track. They're all over the damn place. NordVPN... It's going to protect you. It's going to protect up to six devices because I know you have at least that many devices in front of you right now that can hook up to the internet. Boom. Fastest VPN in the world. You're not going to get any buffering. You're not going to get any lagging. Uh, it's going to stop your ISP from bandwidth throttling, which they do. That's kind of sneaky, especially how much you're paying those guys. There's threat protection to protect you from viruses and malicious malware and whatever else. Uh, um unsavory actors are out there. If you want to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash NintendoVC. That's nordvpn.com slash NintendoVC. Victor Charlie. Uh, that link is also going to give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There is no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nice of them, and I appreciate that. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. So. 
I think we can finally stop complaining about how all of the classic Nintendo library is inaccessible mm-hmm. because it seems Ugh. they're trickling it out. It's happening. We're getting a lot more things than we thought we would be. Stop complaining. This is the internet. Casey, okay. I, I will mean, we can always still complain, complain a little bit. We can it... still complain a little bit. Okay. There's still there's always something. This... But I'll move on to like 6040D games and stuff once we <laughs> oh, get yeah. the big ones. <laughs> There you go. But Sin and Punishment, having having Sin and Punishment included in here is really cool too, by the way. Uh, we didn't talk about that, but that didn't come out in the West, right? That right. wasn't until the Wii that uh, that game was actually playable in the West. So getting the original N64 version there is cool. That was my first and time playing that too, and mm-hmm. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Now, what, can you tell me more about Sin and Punishment? Yeah, sure. It's um, it's basically a shmup, but with some platforming elements, and it's a like third third person shmup so it's different than just like flying a ship around but it's it's kind of star fox like where you're going through this kind of guided on rails levels uh different characters to play as and stuff like that bullet hell style gameplay um from treasure obviously who's made uh, a bunch of really awesome classic shmups ikaruga uh and then stuff that's less shmuppy but still has a ton of bullets like gunstar heroes who we were talking about earlier so um yeah, yeah they make great stuff it's right, basically what it's, it's, it's kind of Go ahead, Casey. I was just going to ask how many times you just said shmup, but Terry, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say tre- Treasure obviously is a is a was a spinoff from from Konami's uh, internal development team in, in Osaka, and, and was a just the best internal Konami team. Gave us games like you know Looney Tunes and and all those. And mm-hmm. uh, this was kind of it, I remember when it came out, it was a surprise to see treasure on n64 with a game like this you know after they did mischief makers as their as their first title the, the 2d side scroller so um like all the, these games bring back all fond memories and you know also remind us that some of these series never continued and never came back after this mm. so i don't know if our audience can tell but we are very excited about these collections and these <laughs> uh, nostalgic games coming to the Nintendo Switch either today or very soon. And we have a lot of other games to talk about and more announcements that happened during the show. But I kind of want to take a second to talk about the Mario news. That yes. We <laughs> yes. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> so we got a re- we got a release date. It's coming out. Um, It's going to be coming out in December 21st, 2020. Wait. Yes. Is this correct? 2022. 2020. No. 2022, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my yes. goodness. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I was like, who put the one there? It wasn't me. Um, so we finally got the release date, but the voice actor list is incredibly <laughs> bonkers. Just, I, I feel like someone is playing a joke on me. I started tearing up. Yes. Watching, we, <laughs> watching. Were, we were screaming at each other. We were screaming at the top of our lungs. I. I'm 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 still processing it. I'm straight up still processing. <laughs> there it is. This is one of the most. Chris Pratt as Super Mario is one of the most bizarre casting decisions in I will say it movie history. Like <laughs> gun to head, if you had been like, come up with a guy who should play a portly Italian Brooklyn plumber. Oh, how about a a, a ripped Norwegian guy from Minnesota? <laughs> what? Like that? Not even. I, I mean, maybe he does a great Italian accent. You know, as an Italian American from the East Coast. Uh, I'm I'm used to the the stereotypical stuff that's gone with Mario for decades now. I love the character; he's you know all over my my home. But uh, this, I this makes no sense to me. 
This I think this is how people felt when they first saw um, Sonic in the Sonic movie trailer, where they're like, <laughs> yeah. or, or, or Detective Pikachu, right? Yeah, like, it's, like I think early on they decided you can't just have Char Charles Martin go the whole time, right? right? Like you actually need to be able to tell a story, and so they. I'm curious to see if they just kind of start this movie and Mario just sounds like Chris Pratt and like Peach's Anya Taylor Joy, which is freaking amazing. Um, I'm wondering if they just kind of like play it off or if they if it is kind of like a detect, detective detective right. Pikachu moment where you hear Charles Martinet and then you get sucked into the parallel dimension and he talks like Chris Pratt or whatever, right? It's such a weird cast. Yeah, yeah. It's, and I thought it was going to be one of those things. So when they first showed Chris Pratt, I'm like, oh, they have one really big star where Star-Lord is also now Mario, and they're going to have a bunch of other smaller names. But these are these are all like triple A actors. Yeah. Like, Charlie yeah. Day is Luigi. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, I'm, I guess I'm okay. Jack Black is Bowser? It's just Love so it. funny to me. No, because I, I believe like what you heard, the Minion studio was working on this. So I was like, all right, well, they have a deep history of making movies where, you know, sound effect creatures just kind of <laughs> squeak at each other. I'm like, Mario can do this. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad is incredibly inspired. Donkey, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Perfect. Perfect. Fit. I like how Mr. Miyoto was like, uh, Miyamoto was like, oh, it's a Mario movie, but of course Donkey Kong is Nana, Nana. Nana. Forward to Seth's on, bringing a humorous take to Donkey yes. Kong. And yeah, then they mentioned Charles Martinet is going to be playing, uh, he'll be involved in some way. So immediately I, I, I yes. was like, Wario. It's got to be Wario. But I don't Actually, know. Actually, this is, oh. you know, it's exclusive. Maybe... They have him, it's going to be like in a Clockwork Orange where he's in his eyes opened while he watches people do all the voices that he used. To. Right. No, at this point, I don't know. Maybe Wario is like Daniel Day-Lewis or, uh, you know, <laughs> Emma Watson or something. I have no idea anymore. All bets are off. All bets are off. Oh, this I is just so imagine good, like, Wario being played like is like Daniel Plainview. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, look, this, wow. is, this is the move from, from saying it's a... You know, it's kind of like a typical made-for-TV Mario adaptation that, you know, like we have seen some Nintendo adaptations. This is the move to say this is really, really big. This is like a Pixar movie. This is like a, you know, universal animated movie. It's got the cast to show for it, you know. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> we were just la I wish we had recorded our reactions yeah. because we were just oh, laughing. Yeah, I was like Casey. I was crying, laughing by the end of it. Uh, who was uh, who? Uh, uh, Fred Armisen is cranky, Colin. <laughs> yes. yes, I I lost it for that. That is I, that is oh, one of the funniest man. things I've ever heard. I can't wait for that. I'm okay, like I. It doesn't matter what I'm okay with, right? Because they're making the movie no matter what. It's gonna make a ton of money. Um, stuff like that feels like really fun and interesting to me. Chris Pratt. Just I just I cannot connect those dots. No matter. No. And I, I guess I guess I guess you all are right. Like there might be a version of it where he comes out and he's just like, "Hey, what's up? It's me, Mario." But like it, to not have any <laughs> Italian accent at all in any way, or even like a stereotypical one, you know, is is bizarre to me. But you know, he he does have a history of doing animated characters and stuff like that. So um, oh, that's true. He also has like some other histories that aren't as are, are as great. Like I'm, you know, I'm pretty mixed on this. I'm just waiting for the announcement of who's going to be voicing Funky Kong. Oh man, uh, Jason Momoa right. is Funky Kong. Oh, it's so good. Oh, do it, please. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Why Put not? Jason Momoa in here. Hey, why hey, not? I, I have some. I have some bad news for for oh. Seth. By the way, Sam what? Sam informed us and says that the Dracula X included in the Advanced Collection is the bad Super NES um, oh. spinoff remix of the PC Engine game. So you're the not going to get yeah. your. 
Yeah, yeah, you're not the gonna only, get to a great PC Engine game. The only uh, uh, thing that's about that is that the cartridge is extraordinarily expensive because, in spite yep. of the fact that it's not good, it's extremely rare. But yeah, I have the yeah. TurboGrafx 16 Mini, so I do have Rondo of Blood on it. So, well, the other yeah. interesting thing about it is that Simon Belmont in the game is replaced with Anna Faris, which is <laughs> some people have problems with. I'm, I'm sorry, this is going to take me a long time to get used to this. <laughs> but yeah, Castlevania is great. <laughs> I'm I'm just processing this. this the casting is just it was amazing. Yeah, I'm, it was, I'm, it was I'm, the highlight of the show. It was the funniest part of the whole hype, show. My hype to go see this movie is now just over nine thousand at this point. Sorry if that is yeah. too old of a meme, but I just I I don't know. I was like, oh, this is fine. I'll watch it eventually. Now I'm like, I have to see this immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're like, how does how is it going to work? I gotta yeah. know. I have does, to be there on opening day. Yeah, I need to know. It's very important. But that's all the news about the Mario movie. Again, coming holiday 2022. Miyamoto got to talk to us a little bit about this. Man, I am I'm excited. But let's move on to talk about some unannounced games that we had not heard about until now. Well, I mean, kind of. Unfortunately, there was a leak for Kirby and the Forgotten oh. Land. Kirby and the Forgotten Land looks beautiful. It is so a like the 3D open world ish Kirby is what it looks like coming out spring 2022. And is this the Odyssey engine or is this something new? Maybe huh? for Kirby. Oh, yeah, could could be. It's it's mm. tough to tell, but it, it it is, you know, usually Kirby games get announced and you kind of know what to expect. Uh, you know, unless there's spinoffs where you have to draw lines on your touchscreen, usually they're kind of two and a half D side scrollers um, on, on modern consoles. And this one breaks with that tradition. This you can, you can Kirby can turn left and right, <laughs> and you know with that, with Whoa. with that things things get a little bit more complicated, right? When you're yeah. like sucking in enemies and you have to like uh, uh, hit hit them, uh, you you actually have to have directional controls now and all that, and they gotta. It looks like they keep the camera fairly fixed in the whole experience, but yes, it it you know it definitely looks pretty too it's not yeah. the kind of simple um smaller team approach this this looks to be pretty big what's right i'm i'm still trying to figure out the story here cuz from what i can tell kirby went to an all inclusive resort for vacation he got <laughs> like he just partied super hard woke up on the beach and then was like oh no everyone's dead <laughs> like yeah. the apocalypse yeah. happened and I got to go figure stuff out. But I'm, I'm actually super excited for this game because like it's it's a gorgeous <laughs> 3D platformer coming to Switch. Nintendo, that they're excellent making those. I feel like we've gotten so many 2D Kirby games that I'm good on them probably forever. But this yeah. this, this is a whole new thing. Um, and it, it does look like they've limited the amount. You can't just fly to the top of everything, right? It, he seemed <laughs> to be getting fairly tired doing a little bit of fluttering there. So Well, um, he, never have, he never has unlimited puff power mm-hmm. whatever that is called but <laughs> um, true. it yeah no this 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 looks good i mean that that looks yeah. so mario didn't it that looked like odyssey mm-hmm. right there um yeah. i love you know obviously he's, he's got all his powers and uh yeah, this might be actually really close yeah. to odyssey gameplay wise then no it looks really interesting i mean just being able to pick up i wonder how many powers they'll include in this game it seems a little bit more complicated to implement than side scrolling, but I'm really interested to see how they do all of that. And the last Kirby game we got was Kirby Star Allies in 2018, yep. which was 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 another uh, 
side-scrolling game. I, we were joking, I was joking with Tom Marks earlier before the show that Subspace in this area was the best Kirby game to come out in the last couple of years, which mm. is the, the Smash mode. <laughs> but no, this looks great. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. I bet I bet Kirby caused, caused the end of the world because, I, I mean, we've talked I about mean, this, right? When a Kirby game comes out, a console dies usually. Oh, um, oh. And uh, in, in this case, he may just have done it and destroyed the entire world. Maybe he did. Maybe that'll be the, okay, we're calling it now. This is what's going to happen. You'll explore and find out that it was you, Kirby, all along that did this destruction. And you'll have he, to live he, with the guilt for the rest of all time. Yeah, he's Thanos. <laughs> oh, no. He sucks. But that implies that oh, he wanted man. to do this. Yeah. I guess he's, he is he is Thanos for video game consoles, at least. This is I Am Legend Kirby edition. Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> some sort of like twisted multiverse is the only way I can explain Chris Pratt as Super Mario in the Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we were talking before the show and Brian said he wished this hadn't leaked. And I've got to say, like, yeah. I'm, oh, mm -hmm. like. This just looks so delightful. It would have been so nice to go in not already knowing it, but mm -hmm. whatever. Hey, what can you do? So we also got to learn about some new games, some new new games, some games we have not heard about before that were just newly announced during this Nintendo Direct, including Chocobo GP, which is a Final Fantasy racer from Square Enix. Yeah. And it just looks delightful. I have to say they got to play the what what is the the Chocobo song? I just want to call it the Chocobo song, but it has an actual name. They played this behind the trailer. Chocobo's on rollerblades. We got uh Vivi in there. We oh, got a I bunch love of iconic Final Fantasy characters in here. So good. Well, I mean the if there's any any game franchise that has a musical history as rich as like uh, Mario Kart or Smash Brothers, it's Final Fantasy, right? Yeah, absolutely. You said the Chocobo song, like each game has a different uh, musical style of a Chocobo game, right? Whether it's a waltz or techno, what what, what have you. So um, this could be just really cool for fans who, who are into the music too. Yeah, yeah, there was a, uh, I believe the original Chocobo racing game was out for PlayStation way back in the day. Yep. So that, yeah. that actually took me a second to figure out because I was like, this this seems like a totally new thing. And then this yeah. corner pocket of my brain was like, no, that existed in the past. <laughs> so yeah, this is cool. I mean, it's, it's really funny that, you know, Mario Kart 8 is still the only Mario Kart game that Nintendo has made in like the last decade. And so it's uh, it's time for other companies to, you know, get get some of that money. People want more yeah. racing games. <laughs> yeah, hell clearly. Yeah. And Nintendo doesn't want to make them. Nope. Yeah. Well, they don't need to. That they mm -hmm. sell one they sell like two copies of that for every Switch on Earth. Totally. But yeah, I'm so into this game. It looks so cute and fun. I just ah, I'm I'm so into it as a Final Fantasy fan especially. I think the biggest question is will you be able to get your friends who are used to playing Mario Kart to play Chocobo GP instead with you? Hmm. Ah, see, I don't have any friends, so no oh, worries. Seth, your real life. Play. All my friends we'll play are virtual. Chocobo GP with you. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I forgot we can play it online. <laughs> yeah, there's online. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It's not the best, but it works. I mm -hmm. think um, the Mario Kart Online actually does work uh, pretty well. Yep. From my experience, but nice. I think I think those were all of the the brand new games announced. If I'm missing anything, please let me know. As Small you know, stuff like Kotor coming to Switch, obviously. Oh yeah, that was that, yeah. unexpected. Yeah, apologies. This was this is live, so we're yep. kind of we're doing the notes all at the same time. So let's see. There was your yeah, Monster Hunter right. game that you you got. That's right an off. expansion, which is which is in the DLC and expansion sections. But I am very uh -huh. excited oh, to talk I see. about that. Oh, I see. Uh -huh. <laughs> 
I'm just uh, expanding the the number of times we can mention Monster Hunter. But we are getting, you're right, Star Wars <laughs> Knights of the Old Republic, which is the original game, not the remake. Uh, it's coming November 11th in 2021. I know a lot of people really loved KOTOR, and if you haven't played it, it is a very, very good RPG. Yep. And then there was Voice of Cards, too. That was a new announcement, oh, yeah. right? So yeah. I think yeah, we, yeah. we did hear about that a little bit earlier but had absolutely no context or screenshots or anything it was literally just an announcement it's going to be a new rpg told entirely through cards like the story will be told entirely through cards this is a collaboration between yoko taro who's the creative director behind near and dragon card and that team and square enix and it even though it is called i think voice of the dragon it is not a dragon card game Yokotaro wanted to be very clear. It's a dragon card. The game. Isle of Dragon Roars. There we go. Uh, but this looks cool. It's out today, right? Am I lying? No, there's October a demo. 28th. There's a demo out today. Yeah, October cool. 28th, and the demo is out today. I might try the demo. I'm, I'm intrigued. I have to be honest. I, those, yeah. those sort of card side games that they have in the Final Fantasies, I always end up playing those. Um, oh, so a lot. much. So I'll. This just looks like a, a very cool game that I don't know. I'm glad they're putting out a demo because this isn't this isn't exciting to me, but it's intriguing to me. Okay. There's a there was an entire Chocobo card game called Chocobo Tales on the Nintendo DS that I played the crap out of. So I right. really I really like card games. They're very good. And I also really like Yokotaro's writing. There there's always weird twists. So I, I expect a weird twist to happen in this game. So I'm looking forward to figuring out what that is. I think those are all the, the new new announcements. I guess we, we're getting Disney Magical World 2 Enchanted Edition coming out holiday the, this year for anyone with uh, kids to purchase gifts for. And we're getting the cloud version of Dying Light 2. We're getting a whole bunch of stuff. We also got some look at trailers from games we already knew were coming. Uh, Triangle Strategy yeah is no longer called project triangle strategy it just is called so like they did the same thing they did with octopath traveler right where they're like this is a a working title it's like, is it though <sighs> is it a working title because it looks like it wasn't it looks like you lied to us again they get so re remember it's a japanese development team and i think they just get so used to the title and it's it's kind of you know meaningless english words they get used to it that, that they think it sounds normal mm-hmm and it's not. These are awful names for games. I I'm like sorry. it. No. I will Square, Square has this long history of giving games names that, you know, like they have to succeed despite their name, I think. What are you talking about? Every Kingdom Hearts title rolls right off the tongue. It makes perfect <laughs> sense. Yeah. But Kingdom yeah. Hearts at least sounds cool. It does, like, and then they add, keep adding more words to it. What, what, what are the most, like, if you, if you went into a game shop, remember those, with your kid, yeah. what would be the things that your kid would get most excited about? Geometrical shapes and the word <laughs> strategy, <laughs> right? Come on. It sounds like a math, you're right, it sounds like an educational math game. Yeah. It does. <laughs> it, it's not good. If, if, you're, if, you, if it doesn't sound stupid to you, it's just that you're used to it. Yeah. Right? Well, the game yep. looks beautiful, at least, and yeah, you know, absolutely. that's I think that's it looks great. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what counts. That if you you get over the titles, and then I think this this game will be 
this will be fun. But that's yeah, you know, that's fine. a big if. We we like to poke fun. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but this is not a direct sequel from Octopath uh, Traveler. This is just in the same 2D HD engine, but it is an all new game. Uh, it yep. doesn't appear to have any connections with the story of Octopath. So if you didn't play it, don't worry. It's a different game. The gameplay is different. It is a tactics style game rather than a turn based game. I mean, it is still turn based, but you know what I mean. It's different. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Very tactics ogre slash Final Fantasy tactics. Yes. And they did take a lot of input in from the surveys given out for the first demo. So I would expect there to be a second final demo coming out before it fully releases in March 4th, 20. Uh, I hope so, because yep. I downloaded the original demo and completely forgot I had it on there until today <laughs> when we watched I, this. So I did enjoy it. It was actually quite it was pretty difficult, which I, I enjoyed. So. Mm. I Yeah, I, I liked it. I, it seems like the difficulty was uh, you know, there was some negativity around that too. So I think they, if, I hope they balance it a bit more, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I actually like that they do these, these kind of meaty demos and then get uh, user survey uh, data back in and make the games better. I, I think it's really cool. Yeah. So another game we already knew existed, which is coming out quite soon is Metroid Dread. This oh, coming out on October 8th with the Switch OLED model. The, the Swoled, as I like to call it. This is a new look at the game, a new trailer. We got more information on the story, and there is uh, more detailed information on Nintendo's website. Brian, while we were watching this, you're saying that we have seen too much. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, again, I completely understand why they show a game like this. This is not... You know, the, the, first of all, the, this game is already selling incredibly well. If you look at the Amazon listings and stuff like that, the pre-orders are oh, yeah. are doing phenomenal. Um, that said, it's a game franchise with, uh, you know, doesn't really have the history of becoming the most, you know, top of the MPD, you know, double, plat triple platinum <laughs> selling video game. So I get it. I get why they're showing it. Um, for me, I personally uh, started looking away because I was like, I, I the game is just a few weeks away. Um, I don't, I, I, you know, I, I don't need any more, anything else spoiled. I want more surprises. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know the name, want to know the names of these places, like Gavornia or whatever, that Italian yeah. food. Um, <laughs> and so I, I, I had to look away, but I was kind of hoping that they would be like, oh, and to hold you over until then, we're putting, yeah. you know, yeah. Me like Metroid Zero Mission on your Switch tomorrow or mm -hmm. like something like that. But, um, you know, this was a good reminder that this amazing game that we didn't know existed just a few months ago is just here here a few weeks from now, and I really, really can't wait to play it. I'm so happy that yeah. Samus is back. It yeah, looks this, so good. Yeah, it does. Easily one of the best trailers I've ever seen for a website. <laughs> yeah, that's ultimately, <laughs> that's ultimately what this was. It's yeah. just like, go to the website and learn more. Yeah. Um, my initial, remember when the game was first revealed, my initial worry was that it, it was kind of uh, lacking var variety in the environments like like its predecessor did. And like yeah. this trailer is almost a direct answer to it. It just shows so really, good. really well-designed different, oh. uh, different flavors of levels. Brian, look away. It shows her <laughs> going to some places that you were hoping she would go be going to. And it's beautiful. Really? Oh, so yes. good. Okay, well, yeah, I don't want to look. Arctic, <laughs> robots, spoilers, I'm sorry. But we did. I, I love how we're like, I, I was like, I, I don't want to look at this. <laughs> we showed it time, five times. I, well, I wanted to respect it's your, fine. It's fine. It's your fine. wishes. Hey, it's, it's, it's the, it's an occupational hazard, right? Yeah. There's That's nothing right. you can do. Mm -mm. There's nothing you can do. 
I'm sorry. It's fine. I apologize. I, I'm, you know, everyone is excited for this game. More people should be excited for this game. This yeah. game should become the best-selling Metroid game of all time. That's what I hope. I bet it does, do it, actually. Nintendo's... Yeah. I think, I think we can do it together. I think we can do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Teamwork. Do that thing also, we did for Breath of the Wild where we all bought two copies for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Also, speaking of teamwork, we did get to see a little bit more about Splatoon 3, which is a oh, yeah. teamwork-oriented game with also some single-player story-based modes as well. This is coming out in 2022. We still don't have a firm release date yet, but it is coming next year and more updates are to come. But we got a new trailer. It's going to be set in Splatsville, known as the City of Chaos, and it's there's going to be the return of mammalians, which is the return of mammals, and there will be a focus on the story. Um, they will be the focus on the story, rather. I, it's Splatoon. It looks it, good. Well, it's and and mix, right? Like, look yeah. at yeah. that oh, yeah, cool right. roly crab mech that looks so good. Um, yeah, I, when you know Splatoon two came out, I was totally hooked. Played lots of co op. I uh, want to see more. You know what 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 the new take on co op is for for this game, hopefully, and then you know just sank way too many hours into competitive multiplayer online. Um, you know, with Jose back then. I, I love these games. I, I was telling this team when we were watching it live, um, you have to just hear three seconds of Splatoon music to know it's Splatoon music. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like the, the samples they use, the music is, is, is just so good. And then uh, I think the only reason they're bringing in the mammalians here, whatever, is uh, because they like the gross hair system that they came up with it's so nasty so nasty looking. no you're totally right when you hear you hear this you hear these sound effects and this music you already know where you are like yeah. it's it sounds like someone threw a fish at a guitar like it's just this really <laughs> um i have they ever talked about who cleans up these levels after these kids are done making a mess like have they gotten into that yeah it's it's, it's chris pratt <laughs> That's it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. That's, that's that, that was we're the getting, joke. We're getting, we're getting hairy Just... mammals and robots. I guess mechs would be the specific term for that. But those are about all the updates we got for games we knew were going to be coming out but aren't out yet. But then there was a whole slew of announcements or like announcements of future announcements for games that are already out that will be getting updates in the future. And of those, I think... We were all surprised to see this that this is going to be pushed, but there will be a Smash Direct on October 5th where the final character will be presented. And I, I thought we were going to see this during this Direct, but we yeah. did not. Same. That was the big prediction is that this was the end of it. But kind of bittersweet to hear that this will be the last Smash update. I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know we've said before, well, they've said this before, and then suddenly there were more characters, but... um. Yeah, maybe maybe Smash is winding down. Maybe maybe player numbers are going down despite the new character releases. We'll we'll see. Um, I I was hoping it would go on forever, and someday mm -hmm. Smash would have nine thousand characters. Too I, many characters. I think with like our gut reaction when they started teasing that there there'd be an, a separate direct for something like this was kind of like, oh man, we we put so much you know so much hype on this one specifically today, thinking this would be the one. There was all these characters trending on Twitter over the last few days. Tons of them. 
And uh, we even kicked off Podcast Beyond, our PlayStation show yesterday, being like, which PlayStation character should come to Smash? <laughs> but Smash is such an important franchise. It's been going so long, and Sakurai has worked so hard, and it's been so in just it's such a, a tremendous achievement in video games, un, un, unlike anything we've ever seen. It, it truly is sort of like the MCU of video games. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, just like the MCU, it, it got teased <laughs> in a separate product, and You'll have to stick around for that one, but it deserves its own show. It deserves its own spectacle. It deserves its own finale. And I'm happy it's getting that, you know? I, I do hope there isn't like 35 minutes of like, you know, uh, explain over explaining gameplay mechanics. But if it's, it's, you know, this is Sakurai's last party for Smash, do what you got to do, man. Talk talk about all the down Bs. Go, <laughs> go into all the nitty gritty details. <laughs> Get into all of no. it. I, I do hope that this presentation will be something a little bit spe special and extra with a little bit more oomph, even though, I mean, character reveals usually have plenty of oomph, but you know what I mean. I want there to be a celebration of the past few years we had with a Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and you can check that out at 7 a.m. PT or 10 a.m. ET on October 5th, which is the day before my birthday, by the way, just saying. Oh, right. um, okay. Casey, for your, birthday, a character. For, for your birthday, do you think we're going to get like a, a long-awaited sort of fan favorite character or do you think sakurai is going to end on a troll like a joke? monster hunter that's going to get not, you the monster we hunter can't characters get monster hunter we're getting we have that as the me already oh, oh that's the me right. fighter i know i'm i'm i'll be mourning that forever a, but it's fine it'll be a pokemon or a sword fighter i don't know i like it i feel like it <laughs> might just no be idea. like it might be a goomba or something like that He's... sora from kingdom hearts <laughs> yeah. like i don't Goku. It's maybe they're say, saying can't something be Goku. super crazy. People want Goku, but it can't be Goku. Goku didn't uh, originate, originate in a in a yeah. video game. So, gosh, you're right. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess we'll find Sorry, out on everybody. October fifth. <laughs> but hey, something else that everyone has been clamoring for is finally we're getting more stuff for Animal Crossing: New Horizons. <laughs> we're finally getting the cafe. The Roost arrives in October, so Brewster is coming back, which is everyone has been wanting. Just in time for your pumpkin spice lattes from Brewster. I don't know if oh. he makes those. You can ask. I don't know. But <laughs> there will be free content arriving in October and November, and there will be an entire Animal Crossing Direct sometime in October to focus more on the new content arriving in the game. Mm -hmm. Because we're getting an entire Direct just for Animal Crossing New Horizon, I think we can be sure that this will be a pretty robust update coming in the near future. That's right. Robust is a good word to describe a coffee shop. Also, it's really funny. <laughs> it's funny that Blathers is asleep 10 feet outside of a place that makes strong caffeinated beverages. Like he's just, <laughs> he cannot be stopped. Um, no, this is great because I, I feel like the, the, the lack of rollouts for this game and updates for for a franchise that has become one of the best-selling things Nintendo's ever done, uh, one of the most sort of biggest and most important games of the last year and a half, especially oh one of the things that brought the world together during the pandemic, yeah. you know, um, I, I would say like gave the Switch was doing great. It, it wasn't you know faltering in any way, but that gave it this whole other this whole other life. Like the amount of people that you know were outside of the bubble of gamers. Uh, celebrities and uh, you know yeah. lapsed gamers and casual gamers that came into this and, and joined the rest of us weirdos to to you know collect Come furniture and shake trees. Uh, <laughs> this is a huge game and it feels like they kind of like they had a lot of momentum and it kind of like kind of petered off. So I hope this is this is a, a good chance for them to give it another shot in the arm in time for the holidays. No, a hundred percent. I think I think we'll be getting that. I'm looking forward to see what it is i feel like i've said that about a lot of things but 
I don't know. I'm not going to guess and assume what it is, but hopefully it is enough to kind of soothe the Animal Crossing fans who have felt hurt over the past year of the lack of updates. Mm-hmm. Well, I have uh, a question, actually. Uh, I yeah. fell off Animal Crossing really hard. Like, I was way into it, just like everybody else was in that, that summer. Um, if I go back to it now, am I going to get scolded by people in, in the game? Are they going to yep. make me feel bad? Okay, yep. then I don't want to do that then. You'll, you'll get some cockroaches. Uh. No, it's like I, I I didn't play Nintendogs for like a week, and I was like, well, that dog is probably dead, and I'm not going to find out ever. So I feel the same no. way about, like the last time, the last Animal Crossing, I was like, I got to pull up all these weeds. This isn't fun at all. So you know, I didn't know. If- you know what would get me to play that game for the next 10 years? If like the next time I started up, there's a cutscene where they put that Easter bunny on a boat and it just sinks into the sea. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, sorry, he's never coming back. I'm like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> no, all of his eggs too. They're all gone. It, it, it does need a pretty significant thing for me to come back to it too, because, you know, I've played every Animal Crossing game ever made. And so I kind of, I know all the different features and, and it all feels very familiar. And it was fun to, to do some of the stuff again with friends. And there were obviously a couple of new additions, but like, I just want something that surprises me where when I see it, I don't go, oh yeah, that's the cafe or, oh yeah, now I can dive for for urchins or whatever. Huh? No, coffee, like, enough for you? I, I need something that's not just just a returning service that makes me collect more things for my house. Because like I'm kind of done with the house too. Mm. Okay, give me disasters. Destroys disasters. the entire town <laughs> and I have to rebuild it. No, no, but like something something where, you know, like like the island edition where you go to a different place and, and experience some, something new would be really cool. We'll see. We'll see what it is mm-hmm. in October during the Animal Crossing Direct. But we did get more news about more DLC expansions coming for other games that we already have on hand, including Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> I'm so excited. They opened the show with this, and I was like, all right, I'm done. This is a 10, yep. 10 Nintendo Direct for me. <laughs> so Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak is an expansion coming summer 2022. This is paid DLC. I assume it's going to be similar to Iceborne's expansion, where it will include new, uh, more difficult rank, traditionally called G-Rank, now called Master Rank. But they also showed a brand new Elder Dragon, which I assume will be the flagship monster for the Sunbreak expansion. It looks super cool, digging the design, very excited. There'll be new stories, locales, monsters, new hunting actions, and quest rank, which is that master rank that I mentioned before. I'm excited I, I, for this. <laughs> I, I just want to call out that you managed to sit here and talk about stuff for almost an hour and not mention up the mention the Monster Hunter Rise expansion, which I'm sure was like the one thing you loved the most, right? I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for indulging us, Casey. Mm -hmm. Okay, look, I think I, I think I loved the Mario movie uh, voice actor roster a little bit more, just because of how much joy it gave me. But this also gave me a lot of joy. So that was it was like chaotic joy. I think this is pure joy. Yeah. Yeah, this is pure joy. Chaotic Mm -hmm. joy, pure joy. Two different brands of joy, both (laughs) equally appreciated. Thank you, Nintendo Direct, for giving me both of those things. Also, nostalgic joy. Tons of different brands of joy coming from Nintendo during this oh, Nintendo Direct. So I want So these spark joy for me. Did Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity expansion pass spark joy for any of you guys? Uh, 
not no, not, I, not so much. No, yeah. and 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 you know, I th- I think we all agree that it's a that it's a fun game, but it it also was a game that had a lot of stuff in it already, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a it, it it's a game that does do the same thing over and over, but it has just so many characters, locations, little missions, little game systems, you know, weapons and powers. I it, it I I'm always exhausted when when I play a Warriors game, and so when they announce DLC, which I'm sure it's going to be good, I'm I'm kind of always done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the the idea of like taking one of my favorite IPs in all of gaming and combining it with a Muso game. And I'm, I still can't like truly deeply connect with it. Proves to me that there's really nothing that will ever get me to love a, a Warriors game. But I completely recognize why people love it. Um, there's tons of content. There's tons to do. It's it's awesome. Like it's a, it's an awesome excuse for them to bring a bunch of stuff from previous Zelda games together in this like huge celebration, which I think is super cool. I mean, like the the, the they brought like Link's Awakening characters into this game, right? Like mm-hmm. Marin's in here. Like it's it's bizarre, or at least was in the previous one. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm happy for the people that love these games. They're they're not for me, no matter how hard I try. So for people who are excited for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity and enjoy the game, I mean, it does have co-op. It does have a lot of drawing factors to it. There are going to be new story stages and, and added playable characters like Kira and Robbie and more. And this is going to be available on October 29th on the Nintendo eShop. Yeah, we'll see. You know, maybe maybe this will be the one that will tie it a little bit more closer to Breath of the Wild canon. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil the story for this game, but, you know, the the... The thing that attracted me to it in the beginning was how it tied in with Nintendo's universe. Um, and like, I don't think it completely delivered on that. Mm-hmm. People who finished it will know. Um, so I'm, I'm curious though, like now we've got uh, a very ominously titled DLC pack. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe they'll undo some of that, tie it in. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But- so that's coming out later in October, but available today is some more content for a game already out. Mario Golf Super Rush and out today we'll be getting some new free content. I don't know the complete details about that because I think I was distracted by something else while that was going on. But hey, for those who enjoy Mario Golf Super Rush, check that out. Yeah, you get two new courses, it says. There we go. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Pear. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Ninji as a player. So I think that was just about everything that we wanted to talk about from the Nintendo Direct today, September 23rd. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. (laughs) Ninji's cute. So I wanted to ask all of you, how would you grade this Nintendo Direct? Ooh, what's the rating scale? I was going to say. One out of 10, IGN's rating scale. Well, look, for ActRaiser, just for ActRaiser being there, I would give it an eight. Um, generally, like I was expecting something a little bit more, um, you know, something something bigger maybe for Q4. I, I was hoping a little bit more there. And uh, uh, so I, I'm between a seven and an eight on this one. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, um, so I'll, I'll pose this. If if pretend that none of the none of the leaks happened in any way, and there wasn't a ton of them, right? But like, to me, uh, had I just found out the Castlevania Advance Collection is coming out today, mm-hmm. 
I would have absolutely lost it. You know, there was a Taiwanese retail lister a couple, or a, a, a week ago today that first leaked this. Um, just the other day, we got the uh, icon for the eShop version and uh, the full game listing. So it kind of removed that a little bit. The Kirby thing got removed, you know, this morning by the leak. Um, but there was so much cool stuff in here and so much yep. stuff that I've wanted for so long. The N64 games coming, Genesis games coming, the, the brand new controller. I, I'm still wondering if the N64 one will have a rumble pack or if they'll have a, a rumble yeah. built in. Um, the Mario movie casting, which is all over the place, but still like incredibly surprising and, you know, a, a great conversation piece at the very least. Not a ton of like big new you know, we're not getting like a Metroid Prime trilogy or anything like that. But, you know, it's a reminder that they're still they're firing in all cylinders right now. We're uh, we will eventually get more Mario's and another Zelda and stuff like that. But for now, you know, their next big game is a 2D Metroid. There's brand new Castlevania games, a brand new Actraiser game. They're bringing a bunch of classic games. So I want to say like an eight or a nine for me, honestly. Um, even the, the, the moments that weren't specifically for me, there's something so magical about a direct that makes me feel like when I was a little kid, I would get a Nintendo power and you'd flip through every page oh, and every page was a surprise and not every mm. page was catered to me specifically, but because it was part of this big thing, um, I really respected it and I really enjoyed it. And that was, that's what, what, what's what direct days feel like to me, you know, it, it's, it's funny because my, my expectation, I read the ex the announcement was a direct 40 minutes mostly focused on Q4 games, right? On games this year. That's totally not true. Right. All of all of the no, it's hundred percent not true. True, mm -hmm. right? Splatoon, Bayonetta, um, the like uh, uh, the Kirby game, all of those are next year. And it was the expansion sets and things that were this year. There's a and movie, I guess, like a movie for Christmas 2022. For, for, like. for next year. So most of it was focused on next year. And so that, that made it a little bit more nebulous. And then the things that would have mattered for this year, like Animal Crossing and Smash Brothers character were absent. They were basically like Lucy pulling away the football from Charlie Brown, right? Like, mm -hmm. here comes the character, <laughs> yoink, right? Um, that, that's why that's where my little bit of disappointment creeps in because other things like Actress, Splatoon, Bayonetta, all of that stuff is really cool to see in Kirby. Right. And N64 games coming back, mm -hmm. all of that is great. I think I'm glad that they said we're, we'll be talking about this stuff soon rather than just not saying anything. Mm -hmm. But yeah. 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 It's That's much fair. preferred. Mm -hmm. At least we have something to look look forward to about that. I mean, for for me, I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. Whoa, Monster Hunter. I mean, yeah, <laughs> got, I, 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 there's going to be an expansion to one of my favorite games, so I'm very excited about that. It's another thing a lot of the Monster Hunter community has been kind of lamenting about there not being enough post game content after the regular story, and this expansion should give them plenty of that. I know that it is a paid expansion. So Iceborne, I believe, was $40, and that was the expansion for Monster Hunter World. And I expect uh, Sunbreak, that's what it's called, right? Sunbreak to be similarly priced, but I think it would be worth it if you take into consideration the content that was included in Iceborne. I mean, it should be a whole new storyline, a ton new monsters, more armor, difficulties. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad that we're getting uh, some more Monster Hunter next summer, and that should hold us over for the next brand new Monster Hunter, hopefully coming out the year after that, because Capcom has been has, has realized that Monster Hunter is great and they should do more. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, there were other things that I'm excited about too. I'm looking forward to playing that card game later today, and of course, oh, yeah. Nintendo 64 games, and I'm glad that they did confirm Majora's Mask is coming in the near future after that launches as well, which is my favorite game 
probably of all time. So I've been really lucky with Nintendo Directs lately, which is why I went into this. I hope for nothing because I am content with what I'm getting over the next six months. So anything else will just be, you know, gravy. The the six cherry on top of the cake <laughs> ice cream sundae that I have going for me right now. So that was a, an amazing direct for me and i just got like i said i got so much joy out of looking at those voice actors with oh you yeah but, highlight of the show mm -hmm. yeah and i i have to say it was even more fun to watch it with uh all of you yeah i think it's always so much more fun to watch it with people who are also in the know and excited for new games it always makes it so much better i highly recommend everyone out there to try it <laughs> do a discord party <laughs> or something yeah I was, I was gonna say too it what i really liked about this direct was watching people on social media get excited for completely different reasons right <laughs> yep so we usually have more sections to talk about for Nintendo voice chat, but we had a lot to talk about from that direct. I was going to include the weekly segment we had been doing about choosing games for a hypo hypothetical Nintendo 64 mini, but considering that we already talked about the those Nintendo 64 games coming to Nintendo Switch Online, we can just skip that segment for today and we will return next week. By the way, we're going to have a special guest, Jared Petty, next week to talk more about the Nintendo 64 for the North America 25th anniversary for that console. So please oh look God. forward to that. But because we have, I think, 14 minutes left in the show, let's do a great game of question block yeah. where we answer Ooh, not your game. questions. So <laughs> not a game. It's, it's totally a game. So I believe uh, Jada has is pulling questions and comments from people tweeting at the IGN account right now. And I'm also looking at the chat on IGN.com. So if you have any questions, please let us know. But I'm reading these from Twitter. So this one is from Taylin at Taylin101. I said, finally, I'm hoping there's more furniture, clothes, dialogue, and things to do with the villagers according to Animal Crossing. So would that be enough? I know we talked about this a lot, but would that be enough? Just more things to do with the villagers, dialogue, clothes, and furniture. I feel like that's what comes with every small update in Animal Crossing. Yeah, I yeah. need more. Mm -hmm. There needs to be more. Yeah. Yeah, I like what Pear was saying earlier about sort of like a expanded areas and sections and stuff like that. I think that like adding a couple of rooms to existing buildings is going to be great for hardcore players. But for a couple of us, you know, played a ton and then, and then dipped out. So hopefully that they add like a whole lot of stuff and then brings a whole bunch of people right back to it. I think that's the only way to do it. And this next question comes from Punish Panther and seven and he said replying, they say, uh, I have Ocarina with emulators on PC and on the Wii. That damn game was made for the Nintendo 64 controller and it never feels right without it. So can, do you agree with that? And do you think it need, you need to get the Nintendo 64 controller to fully enjoy this game? I will that's say having played it on the 3ds probably not but the fact that you're going to be able to get that 50 dollars controller i mean yeah absolutely that'll feel the most natural yeah to, there is to play it. there is like a, a muscle memory connected to that controller that will just click with you it's the same way when like when you play smash with a gamecube controller or you know sunshine or something like that it just makes sense with that controller so um it's it's yeah. a very um that 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 game was very Z trigger heavy, right? Like if you remember yeah. the N sixty four controller has a center prong, and you with most games you hold it with the center and on the outer prong. Some people try to hold it like this on the outer 
France doesn't work that way, right? For for most games. Tony Soprano. Um, and so what? Yeah, and then it creates this um, this Z trigger, the the kind of that action of locking on and constantly shifting the camera does feel really unique, and it does feel very different on the N sixty four. So I actually I agree with you. But that said, um, generally. You know, N64 games use the, you know, I think you can pretty elegantly map those functions to the shoulder buttons on the Switch Pro Controller on the Switch. And obviously the, the C buttons can be the stick, right? You, you right. never, the, the N64 controller only has one stick, so you can, uh, you can use the dual sticks for that sort of stuff. Yeah, and also if you don't buy it, we all have a better chance of getting it. Yeah, actually, <laughs> so, yeah, you shouldn't get it. So don't, yeah. don't get it. You don't point. need it. Yeah. Um, I, nah. It's I stupid. Do. It's dumb. It's stupid. What unless you're, unless <laughs> you're Neptune, so unless you're Neptune and want to try it, and why get it? Don't. I'm I'm actually bummed that they didn't commit with the, you know, sticking them onto the side of the switch thing. That would have been oh to, man to have two of these Bowser claws sticking out the side of your switch would have been so funny. Or two Sega Genesis controllers that would have broke a part of my brain that remembers like the OG console wars. Oh my god! But, oh man, you know they're wireless. It's cool. I yeah. I wonder if there's Rumble. Do we we don't know yet, right? Nope. You don't know. Well, That'd I'll be... tell you what. Their um their FCC uh, uh, filings of confidentiality lifts tomorrow, so you'll be able to go and look and find out yourself interesting there's some some resistors on there why did they go with the three button genesis controller not the six button one i yeah they I, I hear you mm -hmm. but uh okay. i i think they're focusing probably on on most of the core sega created games which you know like capcom really used the six buttons and 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 other third parties and also most of those games on super nes already the retro bit uh, Sega Genesis controllers that they make are fantastic, and I highly recommend them. And you can I, use those, and but, yeah, and you can use them with Switch. Yeah. By the way, it's really it's really funny when you when you look at the Nintendo sixty four now after all these years, and and you know look back at Nintendo sixty four history. I really love the ideas of having that option of like analog controls and D pad controls, and it's kind of funny that they couldn't imagine that you could have had that by having the D pad and the and the stick next to each other, right? <laughs> that they have this form factor is kind of kind of cute in yeah. hindsight because it got solved. But notably, there were very, very few N64 games that used the outer prong configuration where you use the D-pad and the buttons. Very, very few. And you know, only very select first-person shooters that use this the center with the right hand and the left hand. Right. Yeah. I remember yep. playing like Mortal Kombat Trilogy and uh, I believe Mischief Makers, where you they were the, people didn't want 2D games at that time. People yeah. thought that that was right. like a we were in the future. It was time for 3D. And then you look back now and you're like, man, I I I, I love 2D yep. games. I always will. Yep. So that's why I didn't I didn't play Symphony of the Night when it came out because I was like 2D. <laughs> <laughs> Seth. I, I definitely. I know. Look, I made a lot of mistakes when I was young. Okay. You ruined things. That's that's why oh. they know more Castlevania Advance games. <laughs> so this next question is from Joshua Alexander over in the YouTube chat, and they say, "Is Smash dead after the last character drop? What happened to all its hype?" Happened to all its hype? I don't think the hype ever went away. I don't it... think the hype is dead. Yeah. But is smash going to be done with updates entirely after this next character reveal or is there going to be a new smash what is, what is <laughs> no because there will be a, a rebalancing like? uh shortly after the character comes out and it's it, too overpowered no they're they're going to do what they're doing with mario kart 8 which is to just keep selling it yeah mm -hmm. you know it's it smash i i you know smash definitely is is not selling as well as mario kart 8 but it's still being picked up and like 
it's hard to argue that that game doesn't have a lot to do in it for new players. I, th I think at this point they're winding down and maybe focusing on competitive play um, with the existing roster and then, you know, getting new players to play it. And they'll probably drop the price for it or give you a special collection that includes all the DLC, that sort of stuff. Yeah, I definitely see a, a collection coming that comes with all the DLC fighters yep. coming in the near future, maybe for the same price of what you would get the base game. So $60 for everything instead of the $60 plus the piecemeal DLC we have been getting. Yep. And, and then that, Sa that yeah, Sakurai will be all done, Casey, and you know he'll be released <laughs> no. from his curse, and all you'll see is this wisp of cloud going, and he'll be gone. Until he's dragged back into the dungeon <laughs> to make another he, Sakurai. Sakurai with Smash, who was also the creator of Kirby, did say he is retiring. I also think he has said that previously. <laughs> so who can trust him? Yep. Maybe there will be a project in the future that will just drag him back. He will be unable to resist the pull of whatever project that is. And with that, that is about all of the time we have left for Nintendo Voice Chat. Remember, Nintendo Voice Chat usually records on Thursday mornings and releases on all of your favorite podcasting platforms at 3 p.m. Pacific time and also on YouTube on IGN Games channel. Thank you so much for watching, watching and also please leave in the comments below what was your biggest surprise or favorite announcement from the Nintendo Direct today. I'd love to hear about it. And remember, Nintendo Voice Chat is the only place you can. Get the, Get thing. the thing. Chris Pratt as Super Mario. <laughs> Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.